No music for this intro today. Usually there's intro music, but I'm not going to do that today. Uh, you're probably listening to this because, uh, as you know by now, I was called by the FBI today to talk about January 6th. And, and to be honest with you, I'll talk about m- more of this on SiriusXM. It wasn't anything. They they asked if I had known about any kind of plots or anything, and I don't. And I also told them, you've probably already looked through all of my text messages, listened to my phone calls, and studied all of my social media, and know that I don't know shit past what I've posted. So, you know, I honestly, just eat shit on the whole thing. And unfortunately, there's some dumbass that has to listen to all these podcasts uh, from the FBI, I'm sure. And, they're, you know... Just assume that everything you do is being tracked at this point. That's where this is. I mean, that's, I mean, welcome to the KGB regime that is now running Washington, D.C. I mean, I don't commit crimes, so, like, I'm not concerned about fucking talking to these assholes. Anyway, I got to talk to Steve Inman today, and I I deal more about this call because it was still fresh in my mind about an hour before I talked to Steve Inman. He's the great comic who does the voiceovers for a lot of these cool videos uh, that you see these crime videos or, or like, you know, violent videos from Antifa getting, like, shot by the police with, you know, uh, pellets or whatever or uh, beanbags. Really, really funny guy. And uh, I really like his story, where he came from, and who he is. And in the middle of it, of course, I cover uh, the phone call more in depth because it was fresh on my mind, and he even wanted to talk about it. So it's a really good interview. I hope you enjoy. Joining me on the show today is comedian Steve Inman, but really you're, you're a, a professional announcer who... Uh, became a comedian by just kind of like seeing crazy things and then doing the, the commentary for them. Go ahead. Tell us, how did you get into that? <clears throat> well, I was, uh, I'm all coughing. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Sorry about that. I should have did that before. Anyways. Uh, no, I went to radio school when I was, uh, you know, 18 years old. I was looking for a gig and um, I saw one of those commercials that said, Hey, do you have a voice for radio? And think you could do it. And I was like, well, yes, I do. And so I went to school. I, I think I just went there just, because I was bored, you know, and I needed something to burn time. And I'm like, this sounds fun. And so anyways, uh, here we are, Blast in the Future. I was an intern after that in FM radio. So I worked in radio for about 10 years, then got into MMA. Then the pandemic hit. And I was like, how is this happening? How, how am I, you know, how, how is this, you know, the end of the world happening to shut our company down? And so I said, you know what, I'm bored. Let's commentate some insects. And then from there, that's when Antifa started coming out. And I started making fun of those guys. I mean, everybody just basically gets in the mix in my videos. It's just whatever is hilarious, I guess. If I find a video and I'm like, hey, that, you know, could use some commentary. And now the now the people send those videos. So it makes it a lot easier. So it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's crazy. And and they've gone like ultra viral with everything you've been doing, too. I mean, you're up to how many followers do you have on Twitter now? Like 75,000 or something like that? Like 76,000. Yeah. I, I, you know, that big old Who's purge counting? that happened recently. Yeah, I yeah. know, right? I lost like five, five, ten thousand last time. So now I'm just like, ah, I'm not going to get too happy when I get any followers because it's just like they'll, they'll leave. But they're coming back. They're coming back. So, well, yeah, uh, very slowly, though. And it's when the I feel like the mute button gets released from your account when you're uh, when you're doing it, because I sat for five weeks at 287, 250. Again, I do count. And yeah, I- uh, all of a sudden. Because I thought it was weird, right? I'm like, oh, whatever. The, the number's not moving. I didn't pay attention to it originally. And then there's there are sites you can go and take a look at um, that like track your followers and do like social media tracking stuff. It's and, so weird. Uh, yeah, it's weird and, behavior, you know? And it would go up to like 500 or like I'd get like a 500 or 600 and then drop right back down to 250. It was very, very bizarre how that worked. It totally sucks, so. man. I, I, I do count, though. I'll admit, too. I'm going to be man enough and admit that as well. <laughs> yeah, well, that's fine. That's fine. There's nothing wrong. 
with uh, with counting your followers on on the Twitter. Yeah. Uh, how do you pick? What's the process? How do you pick the videos that you your commentary for? You know, in the beginning, it would be like I'd be searching and you know scouting all kinds of videos. Like yeah, that looks good. That doesn't. And um, then it just got to a point where it kind of formed its own community. So like everybody just sends me videos all day long. Some some people send me videos like, hey, dude, I found this clip. And I'm like, dude, I did that last year. But you don't want to hurt their feelings and tell them like, dude, I did that already. You just kind of like repost it. So I'll repost it. And they're like, oh, my God, thanks for doing that. And I, who, who the hell wants to hurt anybody's feelings when they're like a fan of your videos? You know, so I'm like, yeah, yeah, good pick. I did that two years ago or a year and a half ago. <laughs> Yeah, you know. no, I, um, that's, uh, yeah, no, like, I mean, just recently I've been, I feel like I've tweeted too much recently. And so, um, <laughs> you're doing well, some I, really cool videos though, man. I, it's really catching traction on Instagram too. I noticed your followers just all of a sudden went boom, like, and TikTok. I've this. sold out to the Chinese. I'm, I'm yeah. now, uh, oh my God. TikTok. No, I didn't really sell out to the Chinese FBI. Who's watching my shit. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Can I we just about talk that. about that real quick? I just want to yeah. talk about because it's, it's like fresh on my mind because it happened an hour ago. So I got a call from the FBI uh, to talk about uh, January 6th because I was there. I wasn't in the building. I walked up for eight minutes. It was cold as shit that day. Um, <laughs> and I, I well documented the day. So I have a, I have like a, I don't even know if it's a condition, but I don't know if you guys have this problem at home where your hands get like so cold that they kind of feel like they're locking up at times. Mm -hmm. And like, so I um I put on my, my big ass hunting jacket. Oh no. And um, went up and uh, filmed for about eight minutes at the Capitol. Filmed my whole walking up and leaving because it was cold as shit. And uh, there was a bunch of people jumping around on the steps, but there was really nothing there. I think there was a guy like slashing tires or something like that. <laughs> you, can see it. you can see it on the video. And I'm like, okay, well. Yeah. And they're like, you didn't see anybody attack cops? I'm like, dude, I would have put the camera down and helped the cops. Like, I'm not fucking, like, I respect the law yeah. enforcement. That's a whole thing. Like, so people are like, you know, and, and this is, uh, everybody's like, get a lawyer. And I mean, of course, I have tons of lawyer friends, and I don't have to worry about that. Um, and some of the nastiest ones I know. But, um, you know, I, I, they're like, don't talk to the FBI. I'm like, dude, I didn't do anything wrong, so I don't give a shit. Like, there's no, like, you can ask me whatever you want. I don't commit crimes, so... I think they're just trying to target people of influence. I mean, you have a huge following and, you know, people obviously keep coming back for more and watching your stuff and they just hate that you're not, you know, going along with the narrative. It's like all of a sudden the FBI just went woke, you know, like I started seeing all these pictures of uh, FBI agents kneeling down during like BLM, you know, protests. I'm like, what the hell has happened to our country? This is just really weird. Yeah, there was never a form of like, uh, you know, that I've ever seen the FBI ever show that they got love for any different party it was always supposed to be down the middle. But apparently, things are just being revealed to us that we just maybe I've just been blind, man. It's so weird to see this you know? stuff is stuff is very, very, very weird. Um, yeah. God, there's these like really weird. There's this troll that keeps coming on saying like, if you lost followers under Trump, go follow this account. And it's like, no. All right. I'd block that guy. <laughs> Uh, oh wow yeah that's pretty clever yeah sure. it's really fucking dumb like and, and he's like <laughs> he piggybacks on every one of my um tweets i mean literally so like i talked to the guy and i'm like you guys know everything i did that day you do like you already do you follow me you probably tr went through my social media you try to see like whatever you could find and you know goddamn well i told people not to go into the i literally was like stop don't do this and i just yeah. read some uh piece of shit from the bulwark who's probably watching this now hey asshole uh, was like, you encouraged it. Look, you were there and, and, you know, implied like you, you were there. And like, I'm like that day, I had a lot to say about that day because one of the tweets you brought up, I'll even discuss one of the tweets and sorry, Steve, I love you. We'll get back to you in a second. Oh, of um, course. I, I, but actually, one of, I'm interested in this. 
one of the tweets he brought up was, and this is what I said, members of the mainstream media shouldn't act shocked at what's happening. They've called Trump supporters ignorant, deplorable, racist, sexist, etc. made excuses for them being attacked and created false narratives for so long. I'll never, invo- I'll never endorse violence, but come on. Because that entire day when they started that whole thing, like you can only push people so much. And that's just my commentary on it. You can only push people so much. And then there's a breaking point. I don't endorse violence. It's the same thing that's happening in, you know, Portland, Portland. And I hope they're, I mean, they certainly are investigating Portland and Minneapolis and all that with the same vigor. Amazing that how they, the revolving door in Portland and all these other liberal cities, they keep on letting these guys out too that, uh, you know, do dirty work for the Democrats. Basically, Yesterday, there was a group of 500 people who went to the White House and blocked every entrance to the White House. They were arrested and released. What the <laughs> hell? That is, yeah. that is supposed to be the most secure building next to the Capitol. In the world, basically. Well, and, as long and as you're you for Democrats, you're safe. You know, <laughs> you got to all pass. It's, you know? remar- it's absolutely remarkable to me. But then, you know, you have these, uh, these. I want to say other words that I'd get banned from uh, from Twitter for or, or any stream. But these pieces of shit that like, you know, these guys at the bulwark who have unsuccessful careers and they're, they're, they, they have no influence whatsoever. And they'd be more than overjoyed to have people arrested and have yeah. someone like me just because of their career, their jealousy of my career um, taken off of the internet. And so like, look, I mean, there's, like I said, I don't commit crimes. And I was, I was there and I have a very, like, I literally told the guy, I was like, you have all of my records. You saw, I showed up and filmed literally you had, there's video of me walking up to the Capitol and walking away. Um, the other stuff that was there was like, um, uh, I, I took a picture. So it was really weird. So when you came up on the, from the direction I was coming up, I believe it was the south side of the Capitol. Um, they, uh, there was nothing happening on the streets. Like I literally, there was a diner where people were eating casually outside. And he even brought that tweet up. I was like, look, dude, I know you know all my stuff. Like, and he's like, yeah, I saw that. And I was like, and then I, like, you probably have my financial records. And I went to Whole Foods and bought groceries like 10 <clears> minutes <throat> after I filmed. I mean, this is, it's insane. And maybe it was just a call to see, if I knew anything else, but you know, it's so fucking dumb. Like, honestly, it's so dumb. I think it's strange, man. Remember in the eighties, like being controversial was like putting sausages on a chick or something like that with Howard Stern. And now being truthful is like provocative. It's, it's the new shocking thing. And it's like weird. And it's like, it's just these weird times that we're living in, man. If you speak the truth and you speak against the narrative, uh, you're, you're controversial. That's I mean, I'm just, I just share my opinion on things and it's, yeah. you know, it, it gets, it, it travels well because of, um, you're triggering the FBI, man. I, that's a, that's a bear, a merit, dude. Uh, watch the word triggering. Yeah. Watch the word triggering. <laughs> I know you guys are watching. And by oh. the way, I feel really bad. Like I want to buy, can, can somebody just give me like the address or like the desk of whoever is forced to watch this? I'll send them lunch. You know, maybe <laughs> yeah, you guys are. <laughs> I'm sorry that you're stuck on this shit, but like, it's, it's oh crazy, but like, that's a whole, I have a couple of other friends that were um, contacted as well by the FBI. And uh, it, it's just, it's so fucking dumb. That's all. I mean, it's, uh, you know, and I'm not going to talk to them again. Like, I mean, I, I, they already got everything they can possibly get out of me. I, I told them honestly what happened that day and it's all already been thoroughly documented on my social media. So, <sighs> you know, I don't know one real American that really thinks that what happened in the Capitol was, Right. You know, especially if we're, you know, like a party of like law and and respecting it as well. It's just it's just so weird that that happened. And a lot of the stuff that I see on camera, a lot. I mean, you can be a judge for yourself. Everybody's seen the clips. It's just so like it's just so scripted to me, man. Like, man, these idiots knew what they were doing. 
Mm -hmm. um, it, it's just, it's, it's all planned out. I mean, I want to play Benny Hill music every time I see the clips. You know, Where? it's just ridiculous. Okay, yeah. so, so number one, I, so I used to work at the Capitol. I do media work and stuff, and so I understand how the Capitol complex works. Yeah. Um, number one, so you can't just walk into the Capitol as a, a person. Ever. Yeah. Ever. The, the main Capitol building. You can walk into the office buildings, but not the main Capitol building itself. But for some reason on that day. <laughs> but hold on. Double it up because with coronavirus restrictions, there was like that double layer there. Mm -hmm. And there's pictures of these guys holding doors open. There's pictures of these cops, a video of these cops waving people in. I always bring up, I've done a million interviews where I bring up, you know, when you see the people climbing up the, um, the inaugural podium and headed to that door. It is like the slow roll. It's like uh, watching, you know, the like the Austin Powers clip where the guy gets slowly run over by the um, the steamroller. Yeah, like, and he's like, "No, no," and it's like twenty minutes. Okay, so you're telling me that when these guys were coming up slowly up the podium, you didn't think to lock the fucking doors to oh, the yeah. building that they were coming. You didn't think to send reinforcements to stop them from coming into the building when they came up to walk directly, I believe into the gallery there up the speakers, put them. What is they that? All, they all look like a bunch of soy boy baristas, man. Jason, the cop cops like, come this way, this way, folks, this way. I'll too. Like he was sitting down the there a Dodger game, you know? And, and apparently there's 14,000 hours of footage or whatever that hasn't been released yet. But like, this is, I wonder this why. is fucking insane. It's fucking yeah, insane. I mean, look, I'll, I'll give him credit, right? Okay, I'll go ahead and say I'll be on the good side of this because I, I do think it's a bit of intimidation, but the guy was pretty nice. Um, I get calling somebody who has eight minutes of footage and asking if you if you saw anything there. And I'm like, literally, dude, I was looking at my camera so like you can see everything I saw for the time I was there. On that side of the plate, like everybody was respectful to cops on that side of the building. Cops were giving people directions which way to go. Yeah, uh, you know, I thank the cops for you know helping out that day. I just like th this was a very man. I'm, I didn't used to be a conspiracy guy, but no, no, absolutely. And uh, you know, the damage that they that was even done, you know, with these idiots that went in there in the first place. Like I said, they're douchebags, right? But when you see all the damage that BLM and Andy Tifa and Antifa and all those idiots, it's just really it makes you want to vomit. Like seriously, dude. Like I, it's just so mind boggling in my head. It makes me so frustrated to see. Like, all right, so there's still shit burning down in Portland. There's still shit burning down in Minnesota. I mean, it's just it's just gotten worse. But yet this one little incident or whatever it was is just the worst thing ever. How about it's all bad? All right. You know, not it's one, all bad. It's all bad. You know, it's so stupid. And it's, really across, so it's across the board bad. And we're lucky that the protests, yeah. uh, what happened on January 6th, wasn't as bad as the stuff in Portland. Because, my God, if they would have burned the Capitol down, I would have been like, that would have been the worst fucking thing. Well, there's, yeah. And, you know, I it's am, funny. They wouldn't let, uh, you know, Trump come in with the feds. Until like they started attacking the federal buildings, remember that in uh, Portland. In Portland, and then they, yeah, and then they came in, and then everybody was like, "Oh my God, this is so fascist of Trump!" Blah 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 blah. It's like, dude, you just don't tamper with federal buildings and give them the right to come in. But of course, that Mayor Wheeler, that virtue signaling pig, all he does all day is, "I'm here for you. If they're spraying you, they're spraying me with pepper spray." And it's like, dude, go home. And then they had, they turned on him. That was great. That was a yeah. great summer. I just like, I look at this shit and it's like how it's so obvious. Like now that they're saying that Republicans didn't say they, they wanted to defund the police. Right. Yeah. Like they literally, and my tweet yesterday was these motherfuckers literally painted defund the police on the streets. Oh, on the streets. Jen. Yeah. Oh, it, it, it's weird. When you see her talk, you just, it, it just, 
I mean, she she had to have been. I, I hate to say this, she was a redheaded stepchild. I mean, she just, just shows no emotion. Terrible. And I'm sorry to anybody who has red hair. I've got partial red hair. Okay, my dad's uh, got red hair, but. I just, I don't know what's going on with the administration. She just seems like she's so offended by her job, like, every time she talks. But I I love that you called her out for that. That was great. I mean, it's so fucking, it's so fucking stupid. (laughs) But it's not just her. I mean, it's Chris Wallace pushed that line, too. But anyway, uh, so I want to get back to you. Oh, God. That guy sounds like the Easter Cadbury uh, bunny voiceover guy. Easter Cadbury? (laughs) My name's Chris Wallace. Sorry. (laughs) So, I mean, that's the thing, like you, speaking of people being canceled and investigated and things like that, like you've been banned from YouTube, right? From, for your videos that I think are pretty common, aren't they? Yeah. You know, the funny thing is, is the videos that I post, um, you know, cause in between I'll post some, you know, some of my political, uh, you know, videos that I do, which is pretty much just exploiting idiots, you know, going out there. So YouTube dislikes this, but the same, at the same time, those same videos are posted by other guys and they never get taken down. Same thing with Facebook. But they'll take mine down. No problem. And I, I just don't understand. But it's like, I'll keep coming back. I don't care. You know, and you know, it's funny about when you're on Instagram, you always see somebody recreate another account. And then all of a sudden they get like 30,000 followers in one day because everybody knows. I mean, they kind of know what's going on right now. Everybody's kind of like programmed to go, oh, if you don't see like Bryson Gray, uh, you know, the guy they keep trying to cancel him, but he keeps coming back and his followers are just there. So it's kind of like the unsaid thing, you know, like, okay. You don't see me post one day, then you know I'm gone. So follow me on page two. Yikes. It's so, so funny. So we both do have something in common. And I wanted to talk about this. Speaking of people who disappeared one day, um, RIP legend John McAfee uh, slid into both yeah. of our DMs. And he yeah. complimented me and also you, correct? Yeah, it was weird. I mean, um, I you know, the whole story broke out. So I was like, I, I, I need to go follow this, you know, and I, I should have followed him a while ago. It was kind of stupid, but. You know, I just kind of saw it and I went to follow him. And then, you know, on Twitter, when you follow somebody, the, their last message, if they sent you a message, will come up. It says, you followed this person back. Then I checked and John, it was crazy. He sent a message to say, hey, you know, I think uh, my, you could help me and my million followers can help you. And I, I just saw this like recently. So to me, it's shocking. Like he was following me in the first place. I'm sure you were shocked too when he was following you, but. It's just strange what you you just wonder, what the hell was this about? You know, that was in September is when I got that. So that was just just past September. Oh, mine was a long time ago. And I I really, I think one of my biggest regrets was um, I had thought to reach out to him, go hang out on his island for a bit. Oh, um, my God. Because that would have been, he probably would have said, yeah. And then I would have gone and done his like drinking routine for a day or something like that and died. (laughs) Um, <laughs> white claws and stuff, you know. No, no, he was drinking like a full bottle of gin in the morning or something like that. That dude was like, he was, he was hardcore. He was like, he Popeye, was hardcore. Man. Yeah, yeah. But then up. you know, I probably would have got a phone call from the FBI when I came back from the yeah. Bring in the bank. I know, man. Oh. Just for the record, we did not do anything. We did not kill ourselves. Just FYI. I know. Uh, I liked it. Like I just, I have to put man, that out there because <laughs> I'm not. You have. You know? Steve, you have no clue how boring. Actually, you do kind of have a little clue of how boring my life is. All I do is work and produce content. <laughs> hey, we we got that in common, man. And so, uh, and so you know when, I mean, I God, my life sucks. It's like <laughs> it's you know, like I, I just, sit here and preach about basements all the time, Andy Tifa, and and all this stuff, and I'm here working in the basement. And your all basement day long. because you yeah. produce shit all day long because you do. Like, yeah. I mean, it's just. 
Oh, I'm not playing cool. Fortnite, and it's not my mom's basement, but I'm still in the basement. Minus the hot pockets, too, man. I don't. Minus sometimes. the hot pockets. <laughs> Minus the no, hot just, pockets. <laughs> it's just so fucking ridiculous, you know. And that's yeah. that's why, like, again, like I said, like with my friends, were like, and a lot of people were like, get a lawyer, and I always, of course, have a lawyer, but, um, you know, don't talk to them. I'm like, I, I don't, I, I'm not gonna lie to them, and I don't have anything to hide. Like, I mean, they got. Look, if they call me back for more information, I'm gonna be like, okay, fuck off. It's because so you, weird that they contacted you and was able to track. I mean, I'm not surprised. Tra- but. They were able to. There is someone who sits and monitors my social media. That goes oh, without wow. saying that everything is being monitored. At one point, years ago, I did. I used to do hits on RT before the whole Russian thing happened or whatever. And um, I stopped doing them because of, you know, whatever the Russian collusion thing or whatever that was that was being investigated that ended up being false. Um the Russian Federation actually invited me to go speak at a um, through their through RT at a uh, free speech or freedom of speech youth conference in Moscow. Wow! And I'm like, oh fuck, I'm on somebody's list. Like when you get that, you're like, fuck, I'm on like Putin's list or something. Like there's like, yeah, that's kind of scary, man. Oh, I was absolutely not going to do that. <laughs> like- yeah, so, so I have to say, thanks for inviting me on the show and putting me on the FBI list. Uh, his accomplice, the Asian persuasion with a twist of Caucasian. Now, now I'm Jesus a little paranoid, man. I'm gonna be Christ. looking over my shoulder, bro. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fuck. I'm sorry. You have to go through that, man. That sucks. They could at least send me like a toy, like junior agent badge or something or a sticker. <laughs> they, Do they have that? Yeah. Like the Explorer FBI yeah. Explorer or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, I was just told that somebody, uh, somebody's uh, Twitter doesn't let them see your videos because it's, it's labeled sensitive content. They have to go to their settings and change their settings, which is, you know, display sensitive content or whatever. So if you go oh to your settings God. and privacy, I know that's what Twitter does, man. They try and shadow ban me. I mean, I'm so shadow banned. I don't even think Twitter can find me. That's how that's how jacked up it is. Oh, I think that's why I'm getting oh, away with know. all these videos. Oh, you know? they, they can find they you know. now. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it's that's over now, like, Steve. Shut that down. Shut Steven Man down. He's, he's promoting violence because he's yes. showing the same videos that people – build build massive followings off of showing these violent videos and disgusting things and you're the one just making fun of it and like mocking it by the way i told you this already just go over to world star hip-hop that's where i think you'd really do well you know what i i started just steveinmanvideos.com so if you ever want to go you know all the videos that i can't post on social media i could pretty much post a lot of stuff on twitter but on instagram and facebook and youtube they are soft ass biatches i mean seriously so um i the videos i got taken down a lot of the videos I know a lot of people that are following me on uh, Facebook and Instagram don't follow me on Twitter and vice versa. But go to steveinmanvideos.com and that's where all my videos I can post without no problem. You know, you got it. And Steve Inman UIC on all the social medias where you are, right? Yes, absolutely. I owe you extra drinks because I talked more about myself here than I did you. But listen, only one of us got called by the FBI in the last hour and a half. So I'm sure um, I'll probably get a call in the next 10 minutes. Thanks to you, dude. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Right I'm on, like, brother. But but literally, I'm like, dude, all you can everything is traceable. I have the most, and they can see how boring of a life I live. I'm the most boring person. <laughs> I hate to like. Just I to- literally, I ride my little bike up to the coffee shop. Like, I shouldn't. I should never tell people where I live now because I I live the same. Like, I don't even drive right now. I just ride my bike around town, up to the coffee shop, and have like an enjoyable coffee. And I write, and then I come back here and sit on my ass. It's the worst, most boring life. Anyway. 
So you, I love it. You live an even more exciting life, and uh, yes. everyone should go to follow so Steve Enman UIC, and uh, he and I are going to be working on some projects. We actually so random last night we started talking about absolutely, stuff and, and there's some big stuff coming. So I'm um, looking forward to it, sir. And uh, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me on, man. So that's it. Thanks for listening today. That was Steve Enman. What a great interview. I hope you guys got what you needed uh, from that interview. Not only that, but uh, also. Uh, the conversation about me and all that kind of fun stuff that I've been playing around with. So, hope to hear from you guys soon. Remember, I didn't kill myself. And also, uh, like, share, and subscribe. You're listening to No Thanks Considered. My name is Tim Young. See you next time.